Welcome to season four of the Rise Podcast with Brandon Garland. I am privileged to be joined by you again. I always love making these episodes and really I found that there's a community forming. Uh, it's a community formed around people who want to better themselves, to live in purpose and to rise above the current situations and things in their lives to a greater purpose and a greater sense of destiny in their lives. And I believe that so many of the great things that we're able to experience together in this podcast community comes because many of you share this podcast. So can I just say thank you to every person who's left a five-star rating or typed out a review across all different kinds of platforms? Can I say a special thank you to anyone who shared it on their social media feeds or texted it to somebody. It's always cool to get texts or get tagged in an Instagram story from someone in a different state or a different part of the country or even a different part of the world. It's an honor and a privilege that you would be not only listening to this episode, but sharing it with your friends. If you haven't done that ever, would so appreciate if you did share this episode. Uh, And if you haven't rated this podcast, that is the best thing you can do. And I would greatly appreciate it. In this episode, I want to start a brief uh, series, mini-series on leadership um, at the church that I get to serve and lead uh, the youth at. It's called Forest Hill Church. We have six campuses. I uh, lead the youth at our Waxhaw location, and we have a every other week event called Midweek that essentially serves to uh, provide for students who want a little bit more from their faith. Uh, it's a time for them to go deeper as a follower of Jesus, and higher as a leader. I really believe that the youngest person listening to this podcast, all the way up to the oldest person listening to this podcast, has so much leadership potential on your life. That if you still have breath, you still have purpose. And I really believe if you define leadership the right way, the way that I believe God defines it, that you don't need a position or a platform, or a title to be a leader. You just simply need to accept the fact that your life is created to count for more than just yourself. Take up the mantle of saying, I want to live beyond me. I want to impact other people. And I really believe that if you have that perspective that God's going to use you as a leader. So I want to start off this little mini series on leadership with this. I want to call it the purpose of leadership. The purpose of leadership. A few weeks ago, one of my students said this really profound thing to me. He said, um, I'd spent the last 10 or so minutes telling them how they're all leaders and that God's called all of us to be leaders. And the student raises his hand and he says, hey, um, that's great and all. I appreciate you saying that we're leaders, but how do we actually do that? Like, what does this look like? How, how do I as an eighth grader do that? And I was really inspired by that because that really showed me that There's a hunger, I believe, in many people that says, hey, I want to be a leader. I want to see God use my life beyond just me, but I don't know how to do it. So I want to equip you with that. This is kind of like the 
This is like the infrastructure. This is kind of building the skeleton of what leadership is and why we should care about it. And in subsequent episodes, I'll kind of talk a little bit more practically. Can I first just say, uh, I would not be offended if the first thing you do after listening to this podcast is, and I suggest this, in fact, look up the Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast. I have been so blessed and encouraged by his leadership. Uh, That podcast has taught me so much of what I know about leadership. So look it up, the Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast. I didn't directly steal any of his information for this podcast episode, but I'm confident that his voice is speaking through my voice in some way because he's an incredible leader and an incredible visionary. And he really has awakened me to the need for leadership. I hope that you'll feel the same after this episode and really want to define leadership. I, I believe with all my heart, leadership isn't about a position, isn't about a platform. It's not an amount of power. It's not who's in charge. No, leadership is about who has the influence. It's not who has the title. It's not who's leading the meeting or sitting in the most important chair or who has the highest salary in the room. As my friend defined it, leader the leader is the person in the room that when everything hits the fan, that's the person that everyone else looks to. Or that's the person that when something shocking is said in a meeting, Everyone looks to them to see their reaction. It may be the person talking who has the highest title, but it may not because leadership isn't about a position. It's about influence. I believe that if you want to be a leader, you need to be a person who's committed to seeing others succeed. You need to be a person that has a vision worth following and you need to be willing to do whatever it takes to make it wherever you're going. There is no better leadership book. This may fly in the face of some popular leadership opinion, but I would so strongly purport there is no better leadership book than the Bible. And I want to look at a verse. There's a couple verses that really speak on leadership. This is maybe not one of the standard verses, but it really, really strongly hit my heart when I read it a few weeks ago. I believe it's going to speak strongly to you about your leadership. It says this in Philippians chapter two, verses three and four. It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition, rather in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you looking to the interests of the others. Now with this verse, Paul is making a big statement. He's saying that nothing that we do, and in the Greek, nothing means nothing. (laughs) So nothing that we do should be done out of The two words he uses are selfish ambition. I want to talk about both of those words because I think that understanding these words has so much to do with leadership. I really believe that if you get what these two words mean and actually want to maybe give a spoiler alert to the end of the episode, but I really believe that one of these two words is central to leadership and the other one is cancer to leadership. So one is central and one is deadly. Let's talk about both of them. First, selfish. The Google definition of selfish is lacking consideration for others concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. And ambition, on the other hand, is defined as a strong desire to do or achieve something, typically requiring determination and hard work. 
I firmly believe without ambition, you cannot be a leader. If you don't have the strong desire to do or achieve something, a, a desire strong enough to propel you through adversity and adversaries coming against you and situations not working out. Listen, leadership isn't all fun and games and roses and paychecks and promotions. No, there's some hard things. And if you don't have the ambition to carry you through that determination, that grit, that drive to push you through the hard days, to push you through the hard nights, to push you through when you're tired, to push you through when the money isn't what you thought it was going to be. If you don't have the ambition to push you through, you'll end up giving up. But if that ambition is motivated by a lack of consideration for others being chiefly concerned with yourself, can I tell you, no one wants to follow someone who only loves themselves. No one wants to follow someone who only wants their own personal profit and pleasure. No one wants to follow someone who doesn't love them. You can have the best vision. You can have the best idea, the best product, the best organizational structure. You can have all the things in line, but if you don't love the people you're trying to lead, you can't lead them. You might be able to force them in a direction, but if leadership is taking people from one place to another, you can't force people to get there. You can manipulate them, But that's not leadership. Leadership is people wanting to follow you somewhere that they're not yet. And let me tell you something. No one wants to follow someone that doesn't love them. Second, no one wants to follow a leader who doesn't have a strong enough desire to do or achieve something great. Listen, We all have dreams in some way, shape, or form. If you don't have ambition that's bigger than yourself, why would anyone want to follow you? Everyone has a small dream. If you want to be a leader, you need an ambition for something great. And here's, for me, what makes that difference is if God is great and big and awesome, then that's what my dream should be. And by great, big, and awesome, I don't mean big numbers, but I mean big purpose. So it might not be Listen, it might not be my comp- I want to build a company that changes the whole world. It might be I want to do whatever God put on my heart, but I want to do it with as much intentionality and excellence as I possibly can. That's a big dream in God's eyes. But if it's not a big dream, don't expect people to want to follow it. Here's what I found. If you don't have ambition, that drive to do something great, no one's going to want to follow you. But I've also found that if your ambition is selfish, no one's going to want to follow you. Ultimately, what I know is people don't necessarily want to follow a person. They want to follow a vision. People don't just want to follow you. They want to follow a vision. And here's the deal. They want to follow a vision that's big enough to include them. You see, no one wants to promote you. I don't care how great you are, how grand you are, how awesome you are. I don't even care how much people love you. People don't just want to promote you. They want to be a part of a vision that's big enough to include them. So if I want to be a leader, here's the secret. I have to be empty of selfish ambition 
but I have to be full of selfless ambition, meaning a desire, a grit, a tenacity, and a toughness to push through hard days, seasons, emotional states, and trials towards a great vision that is big enough to include other people. Selfish ambition is I'm going to push through hard things to do something great for me. Selfless ambition, I believe, is the central quality of a leader. And that's the desire that says, hey, let's do something great and let's do it together. Even if I'm leading it, it's not about me. It's a selfless ambition that says, how can we activate, mobilize, and equip every member of the team, every person around me. And hey, if leadership is influence, you don't need to be technically in charge of a team to be a leader. You need to have influence. And all that is, is the relational buy-in of other people. So here's what I want to encourage you with. And we're going to dive into a lot more of this in the next episode. But if you have people around you in relationship with you in any way, you have the capacity to have influence. Because if all influence is, is relational currency, if you have relationships, you have the capacity for influence. And if leadership is not about position, it's about influence, then if you have any amount of relationship in your life, you have the capacity for leadership. And can I encourage you, two things to close out the episode, two takeaway points for you. It's, they're questions that you can ask yourself. Number one, do I have a vision guiding my life that's worth someone else following? Honestly, some of us don't have visions for our lives that are worth ourselves following. We're just kind of going with the flow. If you want to be a leader, you need to not only have a vision for your life, you need to have a vision that's big enough, good enough, and profound enough that someone else would want to follow it. And second, ask yourself, is my vision motivated by me looking good, me being made great, me being the center? Is it selfish ambition or is it motivated by a desire to see great things happen in this world and that I want to do it not by myself but as a team because all great things are done together. The central key of a great leader is selfless ambition. And I believe God wants to raise up great leaders because as leaders get raised up and as leaders grow, everyone grows. So I don't care how old you are, how young you are, how talented you do or don't feel, how equipped and capable and qualified you may or may not feel. If you'll make yourself available and ask God to grant you influence to do something great with your life, something that impacts this world for the better, you'll be shocked at all he does. 